Knowledge must be earned, Tenno. I will share what I know, but you must prove yourself deserving. Welcome to a Cephalon Squared mini-episode. Injecting more Warframe into your week. Here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day and welcome to our first ever mini-episode for Cephalon Squared which Lucas so wonderfully called the Cephalon Data Dump in our last episode. Not a terrible name, but um, <laughs> our intro spot. says many episodes. So Cephalon Data Dump number one. So these are going to be just really basic intros to modding uh, for people. So uh, if you are more advanced in the game, um, it'll just be a fun listen to hear little bits and bobs about um, modding. Um, give us some information if you think we got something wrong or if we missed something, please let us know. Uh, but again, it is really just going to be some basic stuff, more suited for the beginner to mid-game people. Uh, but we will have some interesting little tidbits that maybe even long-term players don't know. Uh, there is one thing in this episode that I only learnt about maybe a month ago, um, which was really surprising to me and disappointing all at the same time. But it's important, so we'll get to that. Um, I haven't even introduced myself. I am Cephalon Greg. I'm joined, as always, by Cephalon Lucas. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. Good as always. It's uh, actually quite quite uh, interesting to be doing a, a second episode during the week. It is. It's kind of weird, but um, yeah. it's kind of good as well. It feels special. The demand is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like to think so. All right, so before we do go on, I've got a little bit of mini news. Um, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because um, it is all likely to change before the next uh, episode goes up. So... I uh, thought I'd mention it, and that is that the PC mainline is expected to come out tomorrow, uh, Friday in Australia, Thursday in the rest of the world, uh, but possibly could still come out on Friday. So it still could be a couple of days away, but most likely we'll hear exactly when tomorrow, based on an update that Rebecca Ford shared today. So go for it, you good people on the PC. We're still a few weeks away on console, but such is life. Okay, today we are talking about modding primary shotguns um, as opposed to secondary shotguns because they do exist. Um, so if, shotguns are pretty easy. They're um, big, beefy things. They make a big boom and things that are in front of them, when they go boom, they die really quickly. So they're high damage, uh, low output in terms of rate of fire generally, um, slower reload speed generally and they do have a really sort of um, widespread in terms of how the pallets work so a single shot will fire multiple pallets and that's the infant inf uh, inf kind of in english as usual that's the interesting thing that we'll get into towards the end anything else you want to add in general about shotguns lucas um just that this is probably one of the the very few games that i've actually played myself uh where shotguns uh, in my opinion, are actually an enjoyable weapon. Um, I, I've, I've played a few shooter games in the past, and whenever a shotgun comes up, it's, oh crap, how quickly can I get rid of this thing? Well, it depends. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it always does come down to, to personal preference. I was a shotgun user in Destiny. Don't judge me, people, good people. I know what people think about uh, shotgun users in Destiny, but uh, <laughs> I wasn't very good with snipers, so what? I'm okay. I was okay with it. It did well for me. Okay, so um, again, this is going to be pretty general stuff, but uh, for those that are looking to how how can you um, 
mod your shotguns there are a few standard mods that you should be putting on them uh, and they are damage mods of course so that's point blank point blank is just straight damage hell's chamber hell's chamber does uh, multi-shot vigilante armaments is another good one uh, that came out with the uh planes of idolon planes of idolon uh, yeah. that is also multi-shot and then there's blaze now blaze sort of falls into the status area but because it doesn't really include status chance or status damage uh duration sorry it's not really it's just it's a damage mod so that gives you damage and um heat heat damage as well so they're fairly standard whether or not you actually use blaze is up to you and it depends on your build but point blank hell's chamber vigilante armaments are pretty standard anything i missed uh no i think you pretty much got everything there as per normal you're pretty thorough <laughs> did you want to cover the status versus crit i mean i know i wrote these notes so it's up to you if you want me to do um, it i can do it but if you want to take it away um yeah i can give it a shot um so yeah you have status versus crit um so you know you got mods like uh blunderbuss uh ravage uh for the crit side of things um that's crit chance and crit damage and then for the status side you've got uh shotgun savvy uh, Lingering Torment, and the dual stat mods, which are Frigid Blast, Toxic Barrage, Shell Shock, and Scattering Inferno. Um, now, a couple of example weapons for uh, status-based weapons. I think one of the biggest ones everyone kind of kind of knows is the uh, the Tigris. Um, and another another good status one um, is actually more of a more of a recent one. It came out I think, just after Planes of Eidolon did the Astilla. Um, so they're, they're pretty good status-based shotguns. Uh, and then for crit, I actually can't... No, oh no, no, no the Corinth. Corinth is a pretty good uh, crit shotgun. Um, I don't know if there's any other crit-based shotguns, to be honest. No, that's why we were pretty excited when the Corinth was released. Um, because it was a crit-based shotgun and all the others were, were pretty much status um, so that's really one thing, and it's it's something to look when look out for when you're modding anything, really, any weapon, is have a look at the percentage of the crit chance and the status chance, um, and decide whether it's a crit weapon or a status weapon. Now, the the percentages that need to tip over into to you know to make that weapon into a weapon of whatever type is up to you. I go with twenty percent and above. So if it's 20% and above for crit, then it's a crit weapon. If it's 20% and above for status, then it's a status weapon. That's just what I go with. If they're both 20%, then you can either make a hybrid or you can choose. What do you go with, Lucas? Uh, uh, I'm pretty much the same, but if a weapon has like a 15% crit chance and a 20% uh, status, then I'm, I think it, it has a chance of being a, a bit of a, uh, a, dual, uh, a dual weapon. So I'll, I'll tend to try and... You know, push it in one direction, but add a little bit to the other, just to yeah. give it that little bit extra flair. I try not to make um, hybrid weapons. I haven't really found one that I like. I mean, there are exceptions because there's certain weapons that are crit-based for their primary fire and um, status-based for their alternate fire, and vice versa. And the current is actually one of those, I believe. Um, yes. Yeah. So. Basically, you've really got to look at the damage type and, and make your choices to what you want to build uh, and build towards that. Um, if it is a crit weapon, put that blunderbuss and ravage on there. Of course, there's primed ravage as well uh, that you could use if you've got it. Um, if it's a status weapon, shotgun savvy, lingering torment. If you want to extend this, the duration of um, 
status and all of those dual status mods. So the important, the difficult thing is with shotguns, because they fire pallets, they don't work the same as every other weapon. So every other weapon, as you fire, each shot fires a single bullet. And each single bullet has a percentage chance of applying crit or a percentage chance of applying status. Because shotguns fire pallets, and let's use 10 pallets as an example because it's easy maths. If you're shooting 10 pallets, the way that Warframe actually figures out the crit, or the status, let's go with status, is it divides the status by the number of pallets. So if you've hit 90% status, and you're shooting 10 pallets, you're actually only got 9% chance per pallet. So with certain weapons, if they're unable to hit 100% status, then it's not worth building them for status, and it's worth building them for damage, raw damage alone. Now, some people will say, ah, oh, but you can just chuck multi-shot on it. However, what multi-shot actually does is it just increases the number of pallets. It makes it look like you're hitting 100% status in some cases, but you're, you're actually not. And it is dividing all of the damage by the number of pallets. You really need to keep that in mind, and you need to get to 100% status chance before you apply a multi-shot mod for it to be for each pellet to be applying status each shot. And I believe that the base status chance needs to be above 28% for that to for that to happen. There aren't many um, guns that do that. I think there's the Bore Prime. Um, and the Strun Wraith that can achieve that. I think the Phantasma is also another one that can achieve that. And I don't think any of the others can. Oh, Tigris, of uh, course. Tigris. <laughs> Tigris Prime that should, that should not even be a... No, normal Tigris too. Normal and Tigris, normal Tigris is okay. So they, they can 20, also... 28%? Yes, so they can also hit it, which is good. But the Heck cannot. And a lot of people build towards status and they throw all their dual status mods on there. But it's pointless. It's not helping them. They're getting a lot of numbers, and the reason they're getting a lot of numbers is not because they're, they're proccing status, it's because they're firing a shitload of pallets that are doing high damage, and you can do more damage by just building for damage. So that means instead of using your dual status mods, you should just be using the straight damage mods. So instead of um, Shell Shock, for example, you should use... Shit, I thought I knew what it was off the top of my head. Uh, shell Shock, that's the electric and uh, status. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Convulsion, the shotgun um, electric damage mod. So, no status chance, just damage. Um, and that's that's really important to know. So if you're not going to hit 100% status before you put multi-shot onto a shotgun, just go with straight damage. However, for the Arcaplasma, which fires a wave of, of damage, um, it doesn't apply because that counts as a single bullet. So there's all these different builds you can make for different weapons and there's so many different little niggling differences between weapons that what rule applies to one weapon doesn't necessarily apply to another one but it's really important to keep in mind uh the same um, thing can be said for the astilla because the astilla is essentially just a, a big a massive slug, slug. <laughs> so yeah. uh, with a 33 percent status chance you could easily get the 100 percent status yeah so it doesn't it, either way you're okay with astilla um Cool. So, um, some awesome shotguns. What are your favourites, Lucas? Uh, 
well, some of my favorite. You got to say the Tigris Prime. <laughs> I mean, yeah. um, Sancti Tigris yeah. as well is quite good. So I yeah, that that that, uh, that that buff uh, appears to be quite nice. Um, I do quite enjoy the current. The uh, the secondary fire is quite uh, quite unique, and um, it's the only <laughs> it's the only real crit based shotgun we have. So that's always it's always great to get some massive uh, damage numbers out of that. Uh, and I I have to say I do quite enjoy the Astilla for that simple fact that it is a massive slug. Um, and it explodes. It's a glass slug. It's a, it's a glass slug, so it explodes and deals There's slash damage. Of, yeah, area of effect around her, around yeah. the enemy. So that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and also the comb. Um, I I actually yes. quite enjoyed using the comb. Uh, it's like a basically like a, a mini gun uh, spool to it. Um, at, in in a shotgun. So it, it's quite a unique weapon, and partnered up with the right. Um, Warframe builds, <laughs> Equinox, um, you can actually do some pretty devastating damage and have some seriously insane range on it. It is a, it is a cool weapon. Um, I forgot about the camera, I haven't used it in a while, I haven't used it since I was a new player actually, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whip mine out again and um, mod him up and see how it goes. I'm a little bit of a different player to you. I really like shotguns, so I've used a lot of them in Warframe. And, uh, of course, the Arcoplasmor or my big nerf gun is one of my favorites. I love my nerf gun. The new Phantasma is super, super cool. The Heck was my favorite weapon for a long, long time because it's just so damn good. I think I prefer the base Heck to the Vacor Heck, although I haven't formed my Vacor Heck, so I can't really say as yet. Uh, but probably my favourite shotguns have morphed recently uh, since I achieved or since I acquired the Strun Wraith and the Boar Prime. Both of those are really good weapons. I need to form them both a couple more times. Uh, actually, I just finished my Strun Wraith today, so that should be ready to go out and wreck faces. But um, Boar Prime is probably my favourite shotgun just because it's so fun and enjoyable to use, but I need to... Um, former a couple more times but there's so many good shotguns out there there's so many good builds we haven't gone into all the different mods that there are there are probably about a hundred different mods for shotguns uh, and depending on what you, you want to do uh, you've got a lot of control over things a lot of people swear by vicious spread for example because you can spread out those pallets and cause damage across a wider area and hit more um, enemies it's a great thing uh, but we just really wanted to cover sort of the general idea of modding shotguns anything we missed Lucas no, I think, as, as per normal, uh, everything is pretty much covered. We are pretty good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, groan. Alrighty, so um, I hope that was of use to you good people. Uh, if you want us to make any changes to this format or you've got any suggestions for us, let us know. Uh, by now, you have heard all the different ways you can get in contact with us a million times, but here they come again. Facebook, Twitter, we are Cephalon Squared. Uh, we have Discord, which is um, really growing very quickly and, and um, lots of chatter going on in there. And you can access that through either our Twitter or our Facebook page where you'll find our invitation. Uh, we have email, cephalonsquared at YouTube, sorry, cephalonsquared at gmail.com. We've also got a YouTube page. Um, we got our first message via Anchor this week, so thank you to Night Rider. Um, and we will play that on the next episode, episode 13. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> um, give us a rating on your podcast platform, of course, iTunes or whatever the case may be. 
Um, but yeah, get in contact with us. Let us know what you thought of our first mini episode. Um, anything we should add, anything we should remove, anything like that. Uh, I have always, as always, been Greg Newbegin. I am Mad Capsules pretty much absolutely everywhere except Xbox. Um, who are you, Lucas? Well, I am Lucas, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Silverlight, S I L V R L G H T. Um, again, thank you to the community. Uh, as I know I say this a lot, but we really do appreciate uh, the input that the community uh, you know, gives us um, and you know, the drive to, uh, to make this community larger and uh, more player friendly. So, thank you so much. Yeah, and it is it is a lot of work for us, to be honest, but we love doing it because uh, we are really seeing a lot of people interacting with us. Even the Facebook group, Cephalon Collective, is, is really picking up over the last couple of days. There's been a lot of interaction, um, and it makes us feel good, and we love the community, and, and we just love this game. So we're not going anywhere, even though it's, it's a lot of work for us. We absolutely love doing it for you, so please tell us what you think. As always, thank you to Jan at Disco underscore Box uh, on Twitter for the intro and outro. He made us this new intro, uh, which we think is pretty good. Um, and we do have our spoiler cast coming soon. He's going to make that one as well. Um, so let us uh, go. And in a couple of days, we will be right back at you with episode 13, hopefully with uh, the next dev stream. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to cephalonsquared at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. You can also join our Discord or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. See you next week.